Yo, what up, though? Big Therm right here. Listen, this is uh, excuse my ad lib spotlight. Um, so listen, this the, on the, on this episode, I'm talking to a dude named Doc Strange. Um, and before the interview started, we were chatting a little bit about weed, like some other form of weed that I've never heard of. So I decided to leave it in there. I thought it was pretty interesting for all my for my um my weed smokers out there. I figured they might find that interesting. You know what I mean? So that's pretty much where the interview starts off. Um, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show, play ball. Yo, you know what's crazy is that I, I have absolutely no idea what you're talking about, actually. <laughs> because um, Oh shit. Nah, nah, I don't know what you're talking about. So so but I am I'm very intrigued. So before we get started, you know what I mean, just tell me a little bit about what you're talking about. What is wax? Okay, it's like a um it's like a concentrated form of THC. Like you um man, I got a background in biochem, I'm gonna be real. Like before I got into this music shit, I was heading like M D PhD direction and I've been I've been kinda like in the in the music and, and like party lifestyle before that. So like I worked in a lab and stuff for a long time, like a literal lab, um nice. before I started my before I started my visual company. And um, it's like it's like chemistry meets weed, pretty much. That that's kind of what wax is, where you pull out like all the really good shit in weed, and then you leave behind all the other stuff. And it's uh, you can make a bunch of treatments with it. Um, it's how they make edibles that are super potent out here in like the, the rec states. Like I, I live half time in, in Colorado and Denver, and um, it's the only way you can make like potent gummy bears. You can get it in there concentrated enough, a concentrated enough of a form. But it looks like uh, it literally looks like honey. Or kind of like uh, like gold glass. Uh, it can look like um, kind of like wax, almost like a gold, a yellowish wax. Uh, the lower grade shit's gonna be kind of like a darker, like black color and stuff, brown. Gotcha. But um, it's I guess it's some new age stoner shit, man. I don't know. I'm I've, uh, <laughs> I'm I'm way in I'm way into this stuff, man. I fuck with tree and flower and stuff, but I'm like that's kind of like my other my other hustle is the industry, and I'm. You know, I've got my, my company. I moved my company up here to get into marketing uh, out in Denver, and uh, wax okay. is like my thing. So I'm always trying to spread spread knowledge on that shit. If you haven't tried it yet, if you if you do flowers or anything like that, um, you know, I don't know. If, it's like one of those things. Like you don't want to get the, the wrong stuff. It's a little bit more serious than uh, it's a little bit more serious than just picking up like a like a set of herb or something like that. But, and, uh, and when you say you know, flower, you know what you're looking. You know what you're looking for. It's some. It's good, man. It's it's dope. It's the way to go. It's concentrated. It's less harsh on your lungs and stuff, and you know you get more bang for your buck. So. But see how okay. And when you say flower, you're talking about you know traditional weed, right? Right, right, right. All right. So now, when you say it's less harsh on your lungs, how does it even affect your lungs? Because I'm imagining if you're eating it and you're saying it's like honey, how would it how would it mess with your lungs at Pretty all? Pretty much, yeah. Well, all right. So here's the here's the trade-off with this stuff is that you got to use a little bit of chemistry to get it out. And a lot of times, like if you're in a non-legal state, you'll get shit that's done black market, and the person that did it like might not even like, you know, shouldn't be qualified to be making some shit like that, bro. Like he shouldn't be doing it. And uh, it, you know, he'll make some stuff and not properly do it. You because you have to use a solvent to get the stuff out. Uh, there's a bunch of different ways like you can go about it actually you can do like a physical press where you literally press the oil out of the leaf right. you can use like solvents to get it out um and then you can use like ethanol co2 uh, butane propane all those things all those things are like mediums to do it but then you have to remove that shit from it 
So if you do it properly, it doesn't have any trace amounts of that stuff, and it's it, it's not bad for your lungs. You know, it's it's a vapor. You're pretty much like vaporizing an oil, um, and then oh. in that vapor, you know, you're getting a lot of THC. It's gonna make you cough. That's what THC does. It like gotcha. expands. It expands and contracts your lungs real hard. So you're gonna get like a cough out of it, but you're not smoking. If it's good shit, you're not smoking all those waxes and tars and resins and plant matter and stuff. You're just not like putting putting straight plant matter in your lungs. It's it's a little more of a refined sort of thing. Gotcha. So. Okay, okay. All right, yeah, that's that's some new shit. I never I never heard of that. Yo, um <laughs> so yo, ladies and gentlemen, you know what I'm saying? This who um who I have on the line right now is my man Doc Strange. Um who uh this is the EMA artist spotlight by the way. Yo, so yeah, um shout out to um Kevin from Kevin Hates Hip Hop, you know what I'm saying? He put me on and uh uh I was listening to some of your joints and yo, your music is dope, yo. You know what I'm saying? I like I like different music, but sometimes different music just doesn't hit me, you know what I'm saying? Cuz it feels like the person is just different for different sake. But um when it's right, different right. And you know what I mean? It, it's it's dope to me. Like it takes a few elements t- for uh, for shit to be dope to me. And I like your joint. You know what I'm saying? I like um a, a few of the joints that I played on that on your new joint. But um before we talk about the music, I actually want to get to know a little bit more about you. You know what I'm saying? So if you could tell everybody, you know what I mean, where you from, and you know a little bit about you and all of the good shit. Okay. Okay. Bet. Um. Well, shit. Where do we uh, well, f- well, real quick, I have a question about how you went from. Did you say biochemistry? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That how, was, how'd you uh, go that from- was my, I mean, I, did, I graduated with that shit too. Like, I, uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to undersell that. I guess I. Uh, so I wait, wait. Degree, so. <laughs> oh, shit. So wait a minute. So how are you? How do your parents feel about you know what I'm saying you going to get that uh, that degree, but now you want to be a music artist? Because you know how you know how that goes. You know what I'm saying? I love my folks, and, um, you know, my my old man was definitely um, wanting me to move more in that direction. Like, that was what he was hoping. But at the end of the day, I I, I financed everything. So it really, you know, their opinion is kind of like just that. It's, it's, (laughs) uh, you know, it's their opinion, man. And and I think after a point, it took them a little bit with the music thing. Um, You know, they still don't really, they they still don't really fuck with rap music as much. Um, You know, they fuck with my music. And I've turned, I've been able to turn, I've been able to turn them on to a few things that, you know, are a little more like a little more jazzy, a little more funk and stuff, a little mm-hmm. more their cup of tea. But, um, you know, it took them a minute for them to really kind of see what we had going um, in terms of the music and, and, and the full approach to, to understand why I was doing it. Um, and even when I was, you know, even when I was talking about, you know, kind of like, hey, this, this, this music thing is like a therapy session for me really during a period of my life when I absolutely needed it. But it, it became it became something more than that. Uh, you know, I guess I incorporated. I started a, I started a visual company, and we started doing things down there in my hometown. But um, yeah, man. I mean, I don't know that their their opinion is, is is just that. I love my folks, but at the end of the day, um, I'm still using the biochem degree. You know, I'm just not in a traditional nine to five, and I don't think I ever will be. I, I left my nine to five two years ago, and I'm fucking never look, never looking back, man. Yeah, never yeah. going back. Of course, can't do it. No, so, no. When you say you uh, you needed the music at that time, you know what I'm saying? Like you were going through something and the music was really doing it for you. Now, I, I feel you on that because mu- listening to music is therapeutic for me. You know what I'm saying? And I can understand if you're an artist how making the music could be therapeutic. What, what are you talking about? What were you going through that made you um, 
want to make want to dive into music well, shit, i mean it's some real life stuff you know i um i have been doing the freestyle stuff and not really taking it seriously you know just smoking blunts and and kicking freestyles since i was 15 before i could even drive um i was getting into that and all throughout high school like early years in college you know, i, I kind of kind of fell off onto the drug culture sort of party scene and and you know had a had a run at that and got honestly just just really burnt out on that i got in a bit of trouble and you know was tired of paying my lawyer and was really trying to turn an alternate lifestyle so you know i started um taking the school thing a little bit more seriously and getting some direction with it and i was heading you know toward towards an md phd route that was that was my game plan i was dating a, a girl seriously at the time and the music thing at that point was just you know it was a hobby um you know sort of you can plan and plan and that's that's what i got from this whole experience is you can plan and plan in life you can have this grand series of plans you can have an a b c d e and f plan but sometimes the universe is just gonna serve you up some shit that you got to deal with and i had some i had some things going on with the family at the time um that were you know kind of mentally engaging i had uh you know i was working two two full jobs trying to pay for trying to pay for school putting up school for my girl at the time um you know just really putting a whole lot of stress on myself it wasn't like it wasn't like your typical you know go to college, like, get wasted type experience. My, my initial college experience was just hella work, man. I, mean, yeah. I, I can't not sleep in and, and, and hella work. It was it was super stressful. And then on top of that, you know, game plan-wise, um, you know, my relationship started falling apart uh, for a lot of reasons. You know, we were growing in different directions, and it, it just it wasn't what it needed to be. But, you know, that kind of led the spiral downwards and the, and the personal life. It was just like a perfect storm of stress, bullshit financial amount of financial burden and uh relationship stuff that really uh really kind of hit me so it kind of hit me in that time frame so 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 then um i'm trying to get a time frame here so if you were in college and you said you did graduate with that i'm assuming while while you was in college you were doing the music on the side it was still your hobby but and then you eventually left school went and got that job the job that you said you left two years ago and or i'm assuming but when did you say, okay, you know what? I'm done with this um, biochemistry thing because the music is just calling me and I can't stop okay, I, thinking about it. It kind of happened like concurrent, to be honest. Um, it was like two years before I graduated is when I started my company. I actually had a, a homegirl there that went to school at, uh, at A&M with me. She was in uh, the business school and she had this idea for a cypher. And I had just gotten with my business partner at the time. We weren't even a serious company. We had just done like a, a little side video that kind of popped off on a song that I don't even fuck with at all. You know, that song, you can't find that song. But the song kind of <laughs> popped off out there and the video kind of popped off. And uh, we were like, oh, all right, well, we're going to roll with this. And this was like two years before I was going to, two years before I was going to graduate. So honestly, all this stuff started current. Like after I, after I shot the video for her, it was like a cypher video uh, for the area. We ended up we ended up doing that that year. Uh, that was the same year that that I started my company seriously, and also the same year I started full time recording on like the first group project I worked on. Um, so I really kind of picked up the ball with that and started running with it. About the same time I was working in the lab, and I, I worked like I, I worked that whole that job throughout the whole time I was in school. To be honest, like I had okay. a it was like a four year track, and I had started it. Um, as soon as I transferred in there to A&M and, and worked in the lab all the way through the period of time I graduated until up after I graduated. Um, and that, you know, I, I definitely knew I fucked with, I fucked with biochem. I still fuck with it. You know, like I said, I'm using it 
in my day-to-day life. It's like a, an approach thing. I kind of have like a scientific method to everything I do. But um, at the same time, I couldn't see myself in academia. Uh, the private sector is cool, but you got to have a lot of bread for that, or you got to go work in a nine-to-five. And I was just over that. You know, I, I had started getting some getting some kind of money on the side, running sessions and doing videos and graphics and stuff and helping other people with their artistic direction on stuff. And uh, just being able to have that little foothold and have enough enough cash to start, I was able to kind of spend that. Yeah, let's and, uh, I want to talk about that. Now, so. Yeah, my, my fault. I want to talk about that. I want to talk about the the actual company you, you, that, that you're, um, you're managing because instead, of, you said you have a visual company. So I'm assuming that that's the primary, not necessarily that you are, you know, you're an independent artist and you're trying to start something or whatever, which I'm assuming you are. But correct me if I'm wrong. I believe you're being an artist and you're doing your thing there. But your primary is the visual company, and you use the visual company to present the stuff that you're doing. Absolutely, man. I mean, my my project okay. was organic, dude. I didn't I didn't go to the table thinking like, oh, what's going to be a commercial hit or anything like that. I mean, it really is. It really was like a therapy session for me, and then I kind of refined it and made it into what I wanted. You know, the piece of art that I wanted it to be. It's not really for anybody else. I didn't I didn't make that to sell or anything like that. Like, if it does, that's great. I'm glad people fuck with it. I know it's I know it's out there, but I also know that it you know it's some real shit. It's me, so I'm 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 very pleased with that how, how that came out. I, I got some more joints that are like that. You know, I can go in and make hits. It's really not hard. Uh, Marley and I would sit in there and run through tracks 15 minutes at a time. You know, we we can go through there and run that shit out. And not so much just visual stuff, but full scale production. So it's like even with a even with a a, a project like a, like an album or an ep or something like that mm. there's a visual and graphical element to that and then in the in the in the market we live in now in the society we live in now people need to have like six seconds of visual to be honest to be stimulated if they don't have if they're not feeling it in three seconds six seconds and there's not some sort of audio visual element to it they're really not fucking with it you know that's just how that's how stuff is presented to people now right i'm with so. you I, I fully agree with that now uh, yo who's molly uh, Mar- Marley's my boy. He's actually the guy on Wizards, uh, second verse on Wizards. Um, that's that's Pat's artist, and we kind of have a camp of guys there that all came from my original hometown, which was like a small town north of Houston. We relocated down to Houston a couple of years ago and started getting in with folks down there and really, really getting the studio stuff serious. I've actually got a studio on the north side of Houston. Um, went down there with Pat, and it's you know I've got a couple artists down there right now, uh, hopefully working, working hard. Gotcha. Uh, well, I'm up here in Colorado, so. Okay, okay. Um, yeah, I saw that on your Twitter profile. It said Houston to, uh, what was it? Yeah, Houston to Denver. So I'm assuming you frequent back and forth. All the time, man. I'm mm-hmm. flying, and I, I've been flying out frequently. I just got back from SoCal, actually, and uh, that was such a nice trip. I, was, I plan on spending more time out there. It was like 15 degrees. I left the airport here in Denver, touched down there, and they were, they were complaining about it being cold. It was like 55 or some shit like that. I was like, <laughs> y'all are crazy. Hell yeah. <laughs> y'all Hell y'all yeah. are crazy, man. Let me just soak in this California weather. But, so, um, but yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's constantly on the road, man. That's, that's really my lifestyle, and been my lifestyle the last two years, and um, you know, I know it's not for everybody. Uh, I just bought this new ass car. I've already got six thousand miles on it. I've had Damn. it like a month, man. Damn, um, yeah. But uh, but I, I love this shit, dude. I'll be real with you. I, I kind of I feel like I'm built for it. So dope, dope. Now, all right. So now let's talk about the the current project. You know what I'm saying? Which was you know was all you're talking about. You got a joint. Um, it's called Cult. 
Um, and what did they have on there? How many songs you had on there? I forgot. It was like uh, it was not a, that much, right? It's a six track. It's a six track. Yeah, okay, it's pretty right. short. It's a little EP. Just a, just a friendly listen. So. All right, dope. So now, what do you? What's your aim with Cult? What are you trying to do there? Um, man, I was I, I really wanted to kind of address some of my life experiences and you know kind of paint a picture of those and really tell a story and it's kind of a cautionary tale honestly um you know i wanted to um dive off into drug culture as i know it and some of the things that i've seen and and start with how how it starts you know it's a party that's how that's how pretty Uh, much everything gets you with a party you know that's how almost all recruitment pitches start like that and that's how that that lifestyle starts and that's how you get into it and I wanted to um, kind of naturally go through, um, you know, my progression around that sort of environment and that sort of lifestyle and some of the impacts it had on me. You know, it's not in direct word, but convey that feeling into the record, um, along with some of the other lifetime, you know, life, life shit I had going on at the time. I think, you know, that's probably what I had, the issues I was dealing with at the time, you know, might have pushed me a little bit more to, to fuck with some of the pharmaceuticals, uh, you know, to go down that route, um, <laughs> to, to do some of the things that I did. And with this project, I really just wanted a, a slice of that. And for it to be real, I mean, obviously, I'm not going to give it, I'm not going to give the whole project away because it's got a very specific ending. But I wanted the whole, um, the whole experience to kind of be like, you know, you 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 are gonna at some point your actions have consequences. Though even if you move yourself away from you know a level of negativity, if you separate yourself from that negativity, you know it's, it's something that I've seen, something that I've dealt with. You sometimes can't escape um, the negativity of actions that took place. You know, mm-hmm. that shit does come around occasionally. You know, it, it can. And I wanted to I wanted to really encapsulate that with this project. All so. right, dope, dope. So then we can get a look at or or pretty good look at who you are and you know what i mean what you've been through um or a big chunk Absolutely. of it you know what i'm saying by listening to the yeah. to the project all right that's what's up all right so yo um yeah. doc before you get out of here you know what i'm saying um i always like to ask my uh interviewees for a piece of advice you know what i'm saying and the reason i do this is because it's not one size fit all you know what i'm saying like i could have 20 people on and they'll all give 20 different pieces of advice and the person who's sitting there listening is like, okay, that's cool, whatever, whatever. And it might not resonate with them. So I always ask because one piece of advice one day might resonate with the person who, you know what I'm saying, it's just sporadic. Different things motivate different people. So we want to know for somebody who's trying to do what you're doing, you're, you're living the dream that a lot of people would want, which is, you know, you've, you've gone away from the nine to five culture. Um, you are doing something that you love. You know what I mean? You're getting to express yourself through your uh, talents. Somebody that wants to do that, you know what I'm saying, on the come up, what what advice do you have for them? Man, um, I, I'm to be real, as far as music goes, you know, especially coming out the rip, it's investment, investment, investment. And most of that is in the form of time. Like, you're putting hundreds of hours into the studio trying to get shit right, just trying to develop a sound, just getting to the point where you can feel like you're putting music out that, that that's going to hit that that people are going to feel you know you have that quality to it nice. um so you really gotta you really gotta manage your time pr- appropriately and you gotta be consistent with that time um to put in that consistent amount of effort and, and that goes to your side hustles too because with that time invested you know that's taken away from your bread and there's no there's no short way about it. You gotta you gotta come into this with some cash, man. You gotta have 
some actual money to make some things happen and there's there's just no way around that so right. you know, kind of keep your head up and stay consistent and 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 keep your side hustles on point um you know have have some have some side revenue come in have different have different grinds different ways to get to get those assets moving because if you don't i mean just being honest with the money off the music especially off the rip you know it's not it's not like it's not like they're paying money for for a lot of live shows you know what i mean you gotta you gotta get your name out there a lot of times you gotta travel you know for the free or off the rip we did a year worth of uh, a live touring marley uh and chase and i did um and you know we didn't get paid for half of that shit it was, most of it was just getting out there and, and making sure we uh you know we're we're sharp on point so keep your head up through that period through that investment period and look at that time as an investment and and find other ways to, to get the bread coming in once you have uh once you have some cash flow once you have some revenue streams man you can do you can do a lot of things you can uplift yourself and at that point you know you can start uplifting the people around you that are in the same headspace as you that are in you know that kind of have that same positive approach and are really trying to go in a in a direction of and, and you know, not just not just settle for um, for mediocrity, man. Right, right, right. Dope, dope, dope. Yo, man, um, I appreciate this. You know what I'm saying? Thanks for coming through. Uh, before we bounce, though, let everybody know where they can find you. Oh, oh, wait, you know what? Let me let everybody know where they can find this interview, though, um, in I case bet. you're listening on your iTunes or whatever. So make sure you go to emaradio.com slash doc. That's D-O-C. And then you'll see uh, all the information for Doc there. So, yeah, Doc, where can we find you online? Where are you most active? All right, I'm on Twitter. I'm on Snapchat. Um, my Snapchat, uh, I, don't do, I don't say shit on my Snapchat, but it's probably the most popping. Um, that's <laughs> at It's Doc Strange. Uh, my Twitter is at It's Doc Strange. All my shit is at It's Doc Strange. And then all my music um, and visuals are on uh, at Love the Clinic on SoundCloud.com. Also on YouTube at Love the Clinic, uh, all one word, Love the Clinic. All you right. can find uh, all the next level visuals and shit that, that you need there. Dope, dope, dope. All right, yeah. Once again, man, I appreciate it. Uh, definitely want to connect in the future. You know what I'm saying? And um, I'll be spreading the word about anything you got popping because you know that's what I like to do. I highlight the culture. You know what I mean? Hey, I, I appreciate that, big time, straight up. And I'm gonna be out in New York um, March 1st through 5th, man. So I'm gonna be on the East Coast. Um, I don't know. I, I, I've never been out there, so I don't know. Tell me what to expect. I, uh, oh, you call me from uh, from Maryland, right? Uh, nah, I'm from New York, but I'm in Maryland. Okay, okay. Word. So, what should I? I mean, give me some game. Maybe uh, what to expect March first through fifth. The weather gonna be all right for me? Yeah, yeah. It will be. It will be. But uh, what? Um, when you touch down in a in a city, what's the first thing you're mm-hmm. trying to do? Like you're trying to chill. You trying to you trying to find some. I'm working. Some, I'm working, man. I mean, I'm gonna eat some. I, I want to eat some cold cuts, bro. Like, I, I want to go out and get some authentic food. What about pizza? Um, you're you a know, pizza guy? Quick, I'll probably have a quick, quick plug on the OG. Probably roll up a stick or something, <laughs> and then just immediately get to work, dude. I'm trying to, I'm trying to get a couple of beat placements. I think I'm coming out there with, with my video gear and stuff. So I'll probably be filming when I'm out there touching down. Dope, dope. So it's, it's, it's a business trip for sure. All right, cool. Well, so, you know what I'm saying. If you, uh, if I can help. You tell me what you're looking to do, and I'll see. I'll reach out to my peoples, and I'll see if we can hold you down. You know what I'm saying? Okay, yeah, that's a bet, dude. I will. Um, then we'll 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 talk further on that. I'll I'll definitely I'll definitely hit you up on that because I'm game planning that like tonight. Even I'm booking I'm booking rooms tonight. So ah, um, perfect. That's a bet, bro. All right, man. Thanks again, yo. It was good. It was good. Appreciate I appreciate, appreciate you, Baron. Appreciate the time, man. Y'all take care. All right, take it easy. All right, peace out.